You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm your co-host, Swizzy Suave, a.k.a. The Caramel Don, a.k.a. The Moose King. What's so funny? Moose King? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Where do you get Moose King from? Look. It's, it's, it's a long story. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? We here, we back for a very special episode of No Reason, aren't we? Is it special? It's episode 49. Oh, well. You know. thought it was the 50th, didn't you? <laughs> almost. You know, almost. Well, it is episode 49. Did I hope you do a half somewhere? Um, yeah, I probably did a little half, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah, the ne- next episode will be the 50th, which is kind of a big deal. Maybe we'll get a guest on the 50th. Yeah. You know what? Um, since everyone's got time, maybe I'll bring on like some type of celebrity comedian that people know. I think I will work on that. As a matter of fact, I can do that. So, yeah, let's do that for the 50th so people know I'm legit. But I hope everyone had a great week. Um, I hope everyone is maintaining, doing their thing during this quarantine. 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 I we hope everyone we quarantine. <laughs> um, I hope everyone's having um some fun with it. I am. I've been enjoying um the Insta Live, the the DJs, that Babyface and Teddy Riley. Oh, <laughs> Can we let's just get into it. Let's yeah. just get into it for no reason. Once again, if it's your first time listening to No Reason Podcast, it's called the No Reason Podcast because we just do whatever for no reason. And we just have a good time. For no goddamn reason. No reason whatsoever. So, there's no rhyme or reason. So, if you're looking for it, get over it, enjoy it, and sit back. But yes, okay. Teddy Riley and Babyface. Battle. Mm. Now, listen, you know I'm old school. I'm Generation X. Mm. That's that's those are my dudes. Those are my dudes. Well, listen, listen, let me explain something. It's not pretty damn old because you guys are still willing to sit back and listen and watch and you learn from us. So don't try this is what I'm getting sick of your generation right now. No, I'm tired of your generation. What did we do to you? Because first of all, we are not old at all. We are still doing our thing. Saying, yeah, you I just said, said old. Damn old. Yeah, we're not old. pretty damn old at all. Okay, so Teddy Riley may have little issues with technical difficulties, being over fifty. I get it. <laughs> he was having some problems. Yeah, but he was. Everyone said he was doing too much. But what I did like about the fact is that, um, okay, let me just let me uh, rewind. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about. There's been a lot of battles out here, live DJ battles. Well, not DJ battles. It's producers, artists, battles. Songwriters. Songwriters, which is dope 
because some songwriters happen to be artists and there's some songwriters that's been behind the scenes and there's some songwriters and producers that you didn't even know did songs. So it's it's been fun. But the issue is Instagram, the, the way it's set up, it ain't set up for all this. It's not. Right. It's not. Uh, it's not. Live stream friendly. But I love it because we're in a raw, we're in a raw area right now in life. We're yeah. raw. People like, gotta figure shit out. Man, we gotta figure shit out, be creative. You got legends like Babyface and Teddy Riley literally on Instagram Live. Trying to like trying to play that mute. Man, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting <laughs> back like this is like, but it reminds me because I'm Gen X and I remember when Teddy Riley and them were back in the day when right. people were starting off and we were the ones that supported them. The fans, we carried we got them to where they're at. So it's funny to see how you have to humble now and come back, and everyone's loving it. Everyone, you know, my funny part, my favorite part about these um, battles, yeah, what's that? It's them damn comments. If you read them comments, they be killing them. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I don't know who the winner was. Did you Did you watch it? That battle? Yeah. No, I ain't watching. Okay, but you was about to go into something. Don't say nothing. If you didn't watch it, then watch it. Don't go there. But what I did hear is that some people were saying Teddy won. Teddy? Like, like music to music, like song for song. But he was just so extra that it just took all the attention away from it. Well, because you're cause, a youngster and you didn't grow up with it. I think honestly they were tied, but I'm gonna be honest. Babyface got some shit. Babyface got a lot of shit. Um, Teddy, Teddy is cool. I would be, I would be, I'm gonna be honest with you. We we can't look at the 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 uh, production of all of it because we were literally we're literally um, stuck in a world where we we have to make do of what we have. So. They did very well. Teddy was doing the most for the first battle. You didn't see the first one. The first battle was hilarious. Tony Braxton. Oh my God. She had me dying laughing in the comments. In the comments? I mean, yeah, my God. If you ever, if you could just go back and watch and just, I'm sure on YouTube somewhere they got it. Yeah, yeah. She was killing me. There was everyone. Everyone was, the first one was ridiculous. Teddy Riley was doing the most. He was trying to have the whole damn back, Black Street band. Yeah, no Black and, Street. And, and, and he was trying to, like, no, he had a hype man. He was doing the most. Yeah. He was doing the most. But I get it because I've come from Gen X era. Like, like just because we're in this quarantine, I know where Teddy was coming on. Like, we still got to put on it's a good show. show. We're right. still a show. You yeah, know that yeah, mentality. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm like that with comedy. I still got to put on a show. But yeah, then he humbled and he realized, let me sit my ass down and just play and some play records. Music, yeah. And the funny part is his daughter made a comment during the live thing. She was like, Dad, don't touch nothing. Cause every time, <laughs> no, because every time we touch shit, shit goes wrong. Yeah. But as far as who won the battle, it was pretty even. But Babyface got some Johns. Babyface, and I like the way Babyface kind of do the little shade. Cause um Teddy Raleigh threw in a remix. And 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 Babyface is like, oh, I didn't know we could do remixes. <laughs> because it's about songwriters, right? Yeah, yeah. So and so I felt babyface. I'm well, like producer, a producer, producer yeah. songwriters, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, oh, I didn't. And then Babyface, Babyface was like, I don't do remixes. 
The only issue is they didn't they didn't really get to the twenty songs because we broke the internet. It was like over five hundred thousand people All trying to watch that live. Yes, they yeah. broke. They at one point, uh, Swiss Beats and the, Swiss Beats came in and was like, "You guys, we got to log in on laptop." So DJ Envy had me cracking up the other day on the on Breakfast Club. He's like, "I had to go through Chrome, I had to sign it." But the but the but the good part about this pandemic or what we going through, we all had time and patience. It was like we have we've been waiting for this. So everybody's like, "Let me get to my laptop. Let me lie." But I didn't have to go to my laptop. It actually kept working on my phone for me. But or I might I have my pad. But um, yeah, you need to check it out. It's on YouTube. For sure. Yeah, Just check it out. It's- I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna go through and watch all of them. The only one that I watched live was the. Uh, it was. The dream and um, my guy that did all the Beyonce. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't check the dream one out. I did the Neo one. I did the T Pain and Lil John. Oh, I'm gonna tell you the epic one I did. That's so hip hop. That made me moist. I'm sorry, little bro. That made me moist. I don't know what that means. So okay. Like, was Rizza and DJ Premier. Okay. Oh, my God. That was back? dope. No, it's just the fact. It's not take you back. Just hip-hop. That's just hip-hop. Like, mm-hmm. legends. Like, I, I think what I love about these battles, too, is just it's just bringing... It's just music. It's just music. Mm-hmm. It's just... I grew up with hip hop. I started with hip hop. I we didn't know it was gonna last, but we. I mean, it's here. Hip like it's dope. It was dope. So they're gonna continue doing this now with these battles. And for you people who interested in getting to these battles, just follow either Swiss Beats or um, Timberland, either one of them, and then you can keep update who's gonna get the battles and what's going on. But they're gonna start doing the females, and I can't wait. I want to see Mary J. Blige go with someone. Can't nobody fuck with Mary. Can nobody yeah. mess with Mary. Who you think is going with Mary? Missy. Man, but that's well, man. Missy's a songwriter. Nah, it, it could be them too. They could. Missy's a songwriter. They could. They Mary, could. Okay, Mary they could. Write, no, it, it had to no be, they could. It had to be Missy. Mary got and, so many jams. You can't. You can't. No, it had to be Missy and. Um, but see, I don't know how the rules really are because I don't know they, if it's because they, they match up songwriter to songwriter. I don't know. I don't That's know. How they do it. Well, I don't know because then it's like, okay, however they do it. Because Missy, she got. We every, know. More hits we than know. Every female how about Missy? Well, this wouldn't work. Ain't really nobody. This 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 wouldn't work. I was like, how about Missy and um. Um, Tiny Harris, but I don't know how many songs she wrote. Nah, it, it, and, right, she don't have talking, Missy, and that was a dumbass. Excuse me, from, sorry you guys. That was the uh, the tequila. That was a dumbass. Speaking of, and that was dumb. Total? No, you talking about all the way from Total? To no, Rizzo. that's what I said. I just said it was dumb. What I just said, I just yeah. admit that There's was stupid. Nobody, there ain't nobody. Really but Missy, Missy, there's someone can mess with Missy. Not on the nah. How about Diddy? Diddy don't write songs, so he that's not that's not. But that's not the criteria. Done. You don't get it. It is. They match like no. Cause, cause Sean Garrett, Sean Garrett in the Dream 
Okay, have you have you you've only watched one or two? I, I saw all the matchups though. I've seen all the matchups. Right, but so they match up by skill set and skill set. But everyone is like, I don't know the exact rules because there's people who want they want Dr. Dre to battle. Is it Diddy? They want Dr. Dre to battle Diddy. They want certain people to yeah. battle people. So I don't know yeah. what the criteria is. So I'm not going to... They just match up what they do. So songwriters will go against songwriters. Producers go against producers. How do you know this? Because that's what all of them have been. Because the average person doesn't know who Sean Garrett is. I know that, but I get it. But, it's songwriters. You're right, because yeah. Babyface and, and Teddy... But then, right, right. So what? What's wrong with uh, Diddy? Diddy's a producer. Yeah, Diddy and Dre. That makes sense. Yeah, I was saying this. Yeah. So why you make it seem like it was about the Missy? I'm trying to think, figure out who could compare with Missy because this is like twenty something years of songwriting and being an artist. It's kind of like nobody. I think Diddy. We got to think about it. Diddy could kind of mess with but her. It's like male to female. It's kind of like not. But Diddy I don't, don't think. See, this is the thing. This, okay, first and of Missy all, I get I get tired of sometimes of the male female thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. They said it was gonna do female to female, but in the same respect, how about I feel like this in comedy? I hate when they say, "Oh, you're a female comic." How about I'm just a funny comic? I'm just a funny comedian. Whatever. Why we got to do that? Or maybe why we gotta do that though? Because Missy could mess with Diddy. But Missy Diddy is not a songwriter, so it's not. It's a songwriter, writer, producer. Missy can mess with Dre. How about Dr. Dre? How about they don't write songs either? It, they're doing whoever produce and write songs. They're putting them however they putting them together. No, they're doing a songwriter and songwriter. Missy, How do you know this? You have not once even listened to any of them. I have. I just told you I listened to the Sean Garrett and the Dream one. The Lil John and T Pain, I saw a little bit of it. It's just it's me. I'm just like I can't watch other artists. Like I'm, I look at it and I be like, all right, yeah, I remember that, but I'm not gonna like sit and listen to it. But I see all the matchups. I'm like, oh shit, because Diddy, because Timberland and Swizz started it because with the all, the, oh yeah, the, all the smoke. Yeah, no, they're both producers. But that is a good question. Who could match up with Missy? Because there's no who male or female. That's your opinion, though. But still, like, but she's a legend. I'm not taking nothing from her, but that's your opinion. But because, like, remember when Total came out? Remember when? Oh yeah, Twin? yes, yes. I, I grew and up then, with this. I know this. And then all the way up to Lizzo today, right? You know what I'm saying? So, how do you? Who even compares? That's a good question, right there. Okay, well, we'll leave that on the table. We're gonna keep it moving. Um, we always start with sports. We started off on a rant because for no reason. Um, we all start with sports. Sports, hey, there's a lot, but not a lot going on, which is weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot, but not a lot going on. Right now, the NFL draft is going on while yeah. we're doing this, which yeah. um, we're watching it. Wink, wink. It's like a damn near a Madden draft. I know. <laughs> it's it's Zoom, but it's cool. Um, I know everyone watched The Last Dance. Um, my bro, of course, over here is... Don Suave has it. I mean, Kobe just passed. So I, you know, but I know like they shouldn't have. They should have no, waited. No, they should not. It was perfect. Kobe Be- didn't even have his event yet. Kobe has had. I love Kobe, but it was definitely needed. Um, 
because it lets people know where Kobe gets why Kobe's Kobe. 100%. And when I watched The Last Dance, I cried because I was like, that's Kobe. And I remember all of this. The Last Dance is dope. It's it's very dope. It's on ESPN. Um, it's coming on Sundays. Is it on Netflix yet? No. Okay. It's on Sundays on ESPN. They do two episodes each Sunday for the next five weeks. Okay. There's 10 episodes. Their first two episodes, they pretty much did, um, they lead up to stuff, whatever. You have to watch it. Um, it takes place of the last year where the Bulls are together with um, Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, that whole squad. Now, this is ironic, which I didn't realize this. I I kind of got it. I didn't realize it, that they would make a documentary, but I met Michael Jordan in 1998. Mm. My um, ex worked for Jordan. So at the time, we weren't together at the time, but when I lived in Pittsburgh, I lived in Pittsburgh for a while. So I'm going to try to make this long story short as possible. But my um, ex's bro, who I'm, we're all still family. We're all super cool. He came into Milwaukee. I worked for an airline at the time. So he flew into Milwaukee. We drove to Chicago. His bro, which is my ex, which we were cool. We weren't together, but we still cool. We stayed at the W. It was the last game. This was the game that, and they're going to eventually show it in the series. I know they will because that's what it's about. It was the last game that they were in the series with Utah. It was the fifth game. I think it was the fifth game. And it was in Chicago, and the Bulls were supposed to win the game, period. They were supposed to win. They were heavily favored? Of course. They they were supposed to win. There was no ifs, ands about. They had balloons, everything. Jordan's mom, brother, everybody was in town for this. Mm -hmm. So they didn't. So it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. We've all been hanging out, whatever. And... um, my ex was like, Jordan about to come out. Now, here's another thing. Jordan had a Michael Jordan restaurant in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It was a franchise. They used Jordan name, Jordan Restaurant. But he also had a restaurant. I don't know if people knew it. I don't know. I learned it that night. By the United Center. Center and it was called 162 Blue. Mm-hmm. And that was, Jordan actually owned that restaurant. It wasn't okay. using his name. He owned it. But it's probably so, to his college, you know, no care. I don't know. Anyways, we can move on for that. I, that's all I have for the sports, pretty much. Um, I did have some crazy-ass stories, but we can just go ahead and catch up. Oh, there's another thing. Dennis Rodman, he got a battery charge for slapping a man at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why he's slapping men. He's a weirdo. Slap. <laughs> that's what I mean. A battery charge for a slap. You know, you, you, that's some weak you, ass. That's some weak ass shit. First of all, you know you ain't nah. You don't get slapped. Ain't no grown man. You don't get slapped. Second of all, who called the cops after getting slapped? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this all sounds emo mm-hmm. to me. Period. This is some emo sensitive. This is the type of stuff that goes on now in 2019. You get a battery charge for a slap at a man. Mm. I mean, that's just what we're. This is the era that we're living in. This is how soft it is. I see. And and Dennis Rodman, but Dennis Rodman is a strong ass man. That slap could have it pretty much could be a punch though. That's a big. Did he scream? Like did he? Dennis Rodman. Was on his face. 
Negro, let me read. Let me read the article since you're so damn curious <laughs> now. <laughs> Shit, I was just giving a headline. Um, Dennis Robbins maintaining his innocence after being charged with misdemeanor battery for allegedly slapping a man. Police insiders said that the incident took place in May at the Buddha Sky Bar in Delray Beach, Florida. Of course, Florida. Mm-hmm. The former NBA star was at a bar to celebrate his birthday. Per the sources, Robin um, turned around and smacked Jeff Salkwick multiple times. Mm. Salkick, I'm messing up his name, said that Robin invited him out for dinner to make up for hitting him in the face, but he declined. The 30-year-old went to the hospital where doctors diagnosed him with a left corneal abrasion. The, follow day, the following day, Salah K filled a criminal complaint against Rodman. So he, he slapped him, unprovokedly turned around and smacked him. Oh, it was one time. Unprovokedly turned around like and Rick smacked James. him. Right. He said Robin turned around and open hand smacked Solar Q two times. He slapped him. So he punched him. So it, it carries a max. No, he didn't punch him. He slapped him. No, he punched right. him and then said, I'm sorry for punching you. Let me take you out to dinner. And then just turned around and said, gotcha, and slapped him. <laughs> no, he slapped him twice. He never punched him. Oh, I thought I heard you say he, never I heard you say he wanted to apologize for punching him, so he invited him out. He said, I invited him out to dinner to make up for hitting him in the face, but he declined. Mm. <clears throat> oh, he hit him. Rodman hit the guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll move on. This is not <laughs> working because you're not I'm listening. listening. You are not. You're not listening. You're not. I just read the whole thing. Yeah, I thought I heard you say the guy got Rodman hit him beforehand and wanted to, and he declined or something like that. So I guess he hit Rodman. No, Rodman slapped him. Rodman slapped the man Mm -hmm. twice, and then he said, "Hey, I apologize for hitting you. Let me take you out to dinner." The dude declined and went to the police and reported it as a battery. Gotcha. Okay. Because I guess it confused me because you read the read the headline and I thought that was like another event. But it was that was the event. Two slaps in the face. Open okay. hand. <gasps> yeah, that's what happened. And then um, R. Kelly had to skip court here because he got a toe oh, infection. Man. Oh, man. I, He's still in jail. A toe infection. He's still in jail. How your toe get infected? You step on something? Um, R. Kelly skipped his scheduled appearance in Chicago federal court Wednesday. Fears that someone might step on his... <laughs> Fears that someone might step on his infected <laughs> toe. The... <laughs> okay. The accused pedophile's lawyer said the embattled singer who faces a slew, we should change that to a plethora of child porn and sex trafficking charges, mm-hmm. was excused because the infection had cost him his toenail. What? 
Attorney Steve Greenberg said that the post following a court appearance before U.S. District Judge Harry Lindbergh, Lindbergh, whatever, he's fine, Greenberg said of Kelly. During a brief hearing, um, he said he ruled later on a motion to dismiss some charges and reconsider the bond for the 52-year-old R&B crooner who was detained without a bond at a jail two blocks from the courthouse. While Kelly can walk, and is wearing a boot while he while he heals. Greenberg said his client was receiving less than stellar care behind bars. He's in prison. He's in jail. What the what does R. Kelly expect? Nobody get proper medical care in jail. Mm-hmm. No shit. Kelly has pleaded guilty. Whatever. Blah blah blah. So he got excused because he has a toe affection. He don't want nobody stepping on his toe, and his lawyer is arguing the fact that um, that there's bad he's not getting treated well in jail. Do they realize he's in jail? Right. <clears throat> that's, that's the part so I don't understand. So You're you in jail. Complaint or you left a bad review online? Like... <laughs> it's just the fact that he thinks no, he thinks that like he should be treated. Like he is so used to being treated, like getting whatever he wants. Yeah, he is such a he is acting like a diva. Not, he don't want nobody step on his toe. He's not getting good hair care in jail. He didn't. Go, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm over R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a joke, <laughs> big time. He's a big ass joke. That's all I can say. I don't. I don't understand. I guess I don't understand being that famous and used to getting everything you want catered to you. I guess being entitled. Yeah, I think. That's the way it is. Like you, you're in the industry, and like you're good. Like as long as you make music, as long as you make hits, like you're. It doesn't matter what you do. Like you're straight. But then that protection goes away. It's like, uh, I can't adjust to being normal. Like, no, nah, it's not happening. What do you mean? Well, he's used to just being catered to, period. He had a lot of yes people around him. He paid everyone to be around him. He couldn't read or write. So he had to keep a lot of people on the payroll. A lot of people did whatever he asked them to do. They didn't question it. And that means bringing him young girls and all that. And even So even, now this Negro's in jail. Even people not close to him, they knew what he was doing, but they kept quiet. And now, you know, it's not. Nobody's coming out to defend him like, nah, he ain't do it. Got the wrong guy. He was like, "Well, no, I remember. I, I've been to a studio." I was like, "Uh, <laughs> right? Why they got rattles on the floor? Like, what? <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> like we was taking breast milk off the refrigerator. Yeah, like, we didn't understand. We thought it was like two percent. Like, what's going on over here? Well, anyways, I just thought I'd bring up that silliness from Ira Kelly. Mm. But yeah, let's catch up with what's been going on. Um, it's been a couple weeks since I have done the podcast. Apparently, you're not going to tell me what the hell you did. Well, first, you gave some. First, how was Vegas? How was Vegas? How was your birthday? Vegas. Okay. Vegas. Yeah, I got there Wednesday night. Thursday night, I hung out with my niece, and then um, Friday I went to the Aria Resort Hotel. It's one of my favorite hotels. In Vegas, so I I got there. The view was beautiful. My room view was gorgeous.
gorgeous. The room was gorgeous. I love that hotel. And I pretty much, for the most part, you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'll tell as much as I can, but I can't mm. tell at all. But um, Friday night, I did a lot of, I hung out with comics. That's what comedians do. That's the people that I'm used to. I'm not used to hanging out with, we call them civilians. That's what you guys no, I'm are. Sure but I so, see you. So for my birthday, I just wanted to be around my peoples. So um, Friday night, I went to South Point, South Point uh, Casino because they have um, the Dirty at 1230 this comedy show. I just hung out with a whole bunch of comedians, had a good time, watched the show. At that point, my birthday had already rolled in at midnight, partied, went to another place. Now, I can't, at this point, I was lit. So I don't know if this was, I'm not sure what bar it was, but I just remember it was a lot of music and I, a lot of weird stuff was going on in there, just mm. weirdos. But it was fun. But it was a mixture of weirdos and a mixture of normal people. That's all I remember. <laughs> a mixture of That's weirdos all. and normal people. Yeah. It was like, you know, ever been to a place where, like, you got a sexy look over and there's a bunch of, like, just people doing their own thing. They're strange looking. And then you look over another corner and there's, like, people who look like they go out and they know what they're doing. And then there's another section look like business people. It was like a – that's how okay, Vegas is, okay. though. Anywhere you go in Vegas, Vegas mix everybody. everything up. You're not going to get just <clears throat> everybody comes together. That's all. Everyone, it's not like not it's not like Wisconsin, Milwaukee, where things are segregated. You, know you have all at. black clubs, all white clubs, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Vegas is all mixed up, which was fun. It was a good time. And, and Saturday, I ended up doing a show, which I didn't plan on doing it, yeah. but I ended up doing one because um, I'm hanging out with comics. They were like, hey, what you want to do for your birthday? I said, I, mean, I might get on the mic. I didn't think I wanted to, and I did. And I killed, even though I was I was hungover from the night before. <laughs> but I got up there, and I did it. It was fun. I had a good time there and kicked it. And then they had some reggae band that was playing there. And, and then that was fun. And I'm being very vague because I can't tell everything. And then Sunday I did something super Sunday I did something super cool. I went to the Jimmy Kimball Comedy Club. I wanted to mm-hmm. check it out. So I went there and hung out with the comics again. We just hung out. And then the cool part about it is um Linnell has Sunday nights there. You know comedian Linnell? Mm, I don't know. I have to see the face. You know Linnell. And Linnell also is in Dolomite. Dolomite just came out on Netflix. I watched that with Eddie Murphy. She's in there. But Comedian Linnell was on there. She was just on a Jimmy Kimmel show as well. But she got a Sunday night at his club. Um, I think, yeah, I think she has Sundays with him. So then her show is getting done. And this is how Six Degrees is. This is why I love, like, just how crazy this is. When she got done, I went over and talked to her and... A friend of mine who's a director in L.A. used to have her in his movies. So I had told her I knew him. And then next, you know, she led me to, she pointed to another guy. She's like, oh, he know him really well. So I went over there and started talking to him. And then we had a, we connected. And then I had text my boy in L.A., the director. I was like, I just met such and such and such. It's just six degrees. I always say that, how you just end up meeting 
how we all got connected. It was just weird. We was all connected. So that was a lot of fun. I got to see the green room, Jimmy Kenbo, and I snuck some Kettle One. You snuck? You mean you I stole it? it. They, I, no, I didn't. They, um, you know, green rooms hook up with alcohol and all that, so it was free. So um, the comic that was working there that weekend he was like, come in the green room. So we hung out in the green room. I saw the showroom. It's a nice place. So hopefully the next time I'm in Vegas or when I get close by, I hope I can get booked mm. on there. That's what I'm working on. And Two um, they watched, watched it. Yeah, but you know what? That's corny because I didn't do a show there. OJ said everything's fine. He's living in the no negative zone. That is a, I'm telling you, man. That's a um that's a special type of negro. I, I don't even I don't get it. I don't understand how he live himself. I really don't. Okay, let's just get into some Florida stuff. Florida man. Let's see. Let's just go straight uh to the Florida man. Do 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 what did he do? Damn. Social media leads and investigators to a hit-and-run suspect. Mm, mm, mm. Let's see what the old Florida man did today. Okay. This mugshot, he looks like he has some sense, but no. Orlando, Florida. Authorities say a Florida man posted photos of his damaged vehicle on social media telling friends he had hit a deer. But the Florida... Highway Patrol says 37-year-old Dwayne Drayton struck and killed 7-year-old Robert Henschel as he stood beside his disabled vehicle on February 23rd. Drayton was arrested. He's stupid. An arrest report said a witness told toppers at the Maroon Mustang drove away from the crash scene. Anonymous caller contacted troopers after seeing Drayton's photos. He's stupid. Why social media? Y'all stupid. Y'all want to post everything on the... You got caught up. I mean, you should because you killed somebody. But that's what you get, dummy. Always want to do it for the gram. Show the pictures for the likes. That's all y'all want to do, huh? That's what happens. All right. Let's um, do another crazy Florida man. Florida man, 20, found with cocaine on his nose during a traffic stop. Tells the cops the drugs aren't his. Seriously, man. What? This is a special type of water in Florida. A Florida man was found with cocaine on his nose during a traffic stop. Allegedly tried to convince the police officer that the drugs weren't his. That cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Fabrico, I just messed his name up, of Newport Ritchie was a passenger in a vehicle pulled over by the deputies who noticed a white substance clinging to the 20-year-old nostrils, according to the Hillbrows County Sheriff's Office. Jimmeroo's nose was swapped and a, it was swapped and tested confirmed that the substance was cocaine. <laughs> the suspect informed the officer that the cocaine was not his before a small bag of it was found on his person. <laughs> and then I got a picture of this dumbass. Cocaine is all in his nostrils. <laughs> this is not his drugs. 
People say the stupidest shit. How you think? They, how you think you would get out of that? How you? How, I just I don't understand. My head hurts. <laughs> how did you think that was gonna work? You got cocaine on you, cocaine on your nose. You gonna say the drugs are not yours? I don't understand. Somebody help me understand. <laughs> okay, I have to move on. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Um. Let's <laughs> wait a minute. This isn't. I don't think this is Florida, but I just have to read this because for no reason. I don't understand why anyone would do this. I don't think this is Florida. But <laughs> two women are hospitalized after trying to use a vacuum hose to end their period. <laughs> if you're a woman, then you know when it comes to that time of the month, it's extremely annoying and sometimes very painful to deal with. Now, there's plenty of methods methods out here to get you through a smooth cycle. However, <laughs> two women who just wanted to speed up the process tried to do something very strange. They use a vacuum in hopes of ending their periods early. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This, this is real life. Let me look this up. Yes, you read that right. The girls aged 23 and 19, well, that makes sense, tried a DIY, which has recently gained popularity. The DIY was poorly inspired by menstrual extraction, a method, <laughs> oh, my God, a method which was first described in the 70s as a way to perform an abortion at home. Okay. It was said that both girls went into shock duh, after the DIY method triggered a rush of blood rather than rather than stop they had hoped for. A nurse in Seattle claims the incident happened this week and the two girls were rushed to the hospital. The news site quoted the nurse who tweeted, I don't know if it was Eureka, Dyson, Hoover, or some Walmart brand, but yes, an actual vacuum cleaner. She added, your period has a set and flow of its own that for all intents and purposes, your body can tolerate. A vacuum increases the flow over a thousand times. Oh, my God, you dummies, which your body can't tolerate. Therefore, sending you in shock. So they actually pulled more blood out, more flow out of them. What's unclear is the condition of the girls. Is troubles an unsafe idea it can lead to severe injuries and infections? What? Are stupid for no reason, for no damn reason. You gonna stick a vacuum up there, thinking you gonna stop your period, and it did the opposite. You dummies, big dummies, man. <laughs> okay, I, I've digressed from um, Florida. Because I spent too much time on there. Because there's some other crazy things that I read. Number 45. <laughs> Wonderful number 45. I was talking last week about his hair. I didn't understand what happened to his hair. And his clothes looked a little 
They look crazy. I don't know what was going on with number 45. Well, I don't know if, if the walls were listening or what happened, but I came across this article. And it says, this is the title. Because <laughs> I was confused. Trump's look is not my fault, says the White House tailor, as he insists he does not know where the president got his poorly fitted state banquet attire from. <laughs> While Seville Row expert reveals is wrong in every way. So the White House tailor was like, I'm not, I'm not about to take the blame for his foolishness. <laughs> I did not. I told you something was wrong. The official tailor to the White House has insisted that he is not to blame for the president Donald Trump's ill-fitting tuxedo at the state banquet with the queen. Well, what about his hair? Okay, let me continue on. Is McDill, 69, whose company has provided dinner jackets and tails to Americans, America's leaders for centuries, claim he didn't recognize the suit which is heavily mocked online and criticized for being wrong in every way. <laughs> There's a lot going on, if y'all seen this. This is my profession. It's not right. <laughs> Dude is mad. <laughs> if you look at it, it's a hot mess. <laughs> I need somebody to talk about his hair. Is, is there a White House hairstylist? I want to know why was his hair slicked back. Last week. So anyways, um, the White House tailor is not taking the blame for how he was looking with the queen. <laughs> he looked with nowhere he came from. I don't care if he's the president. Someone is responsible. Someone help him get dressed like that. <laughs> Dude is salty. <laughs> he is mad. <laughs> Trump chose to wear a long white waistcoat paired with a tux jacket that stopped halfway up to the midriff and featured an overlong sleeve. He's a, he, he looked a mess. The combination made the waistcoat look huge and his jacket look comically small. <laughs> and Patrick Murphy, the head cutter at the Taylor's Dave's and Son, who are based in Seville Row, London. I'm sure I said that wrong told Mel Online that everything you could imagine was wrong with that Trump tuxedo. It's totally wrong for his, for his height and his girth. The, weight, the waistcoat is far too long and should not show underneath his jacket. <laughs> his wife looked fantastic, but he looks complete opposite. It's wrong in every way. This White House tailor is pissed, okay? He's pissed. <laughs> Then you see somebody tweeted, did Melania put your jacket in the dryer again? Because this jacket is short than a mic. If y'all get an opportunity, just Google with the pictures of what he's with the queen. He look, it's just, <laughs> number 45 cracks me up, man. He, he just is a mess. <laughs> okay, I think I'm just going to end it on that. I know I have more. I always be having more, but then I forget. <laughs> Um, it's Father's Day weekend, so for you people that still have your fathers here with you, 
Um, go spend some time with them. Take them to a comedy show. Do something fun. Go laugh. Go crack up. If you have one of them stiff dads, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm going to be back in time to kick it with my dad on Sunday. He's a big gambler, so I'm going to have to take him somewhere to gamble. Um, at the finals, I, they come on Sunday. I'm going to hang out with him. Um, and then I think that's pretty much it. I went a little bit long, so I want to just cut this up short as I always say but this one was it is a little it's a tad bit long there was a lot of foolishness going on I feel like I'm always missing something but hey next episode is the 25th episode I will have a guest I will have a guest yes I will I don't know who <laughs> for all I know it might be the neighbor I don't know but I'm gonna have someone on <laughs> so make sure you guys get out there have some fun Laugh, laugh, laugh. Go to comedy shows. Even if you don't know who the comedians are, you might be surprised. Go out there. Do something. If it's not even a comedy show, improv. Do something fun. Go laugh. Because this world is crazy as hell. For no reason. People are doing no reason stuff. I appreciate you guys listening. You guys have a great week. I will talk to you next week. Once again, my name is Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. Deuces. Peace out. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I, um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash starts. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the chocolate blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.